We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Buddy, welcome once again to Y'all Gaming. After a long break, we're finally back. We were busy. We were traveling a bunch. More you, actually. You were traveling a whole lot. Yeah, I'm still tired. Uh, I'm, yeah. This is my first week off after uh, traveling for eight weeks straight. Jeez. Uh, between, um, between, you know, Smash and Brawlhalla. And if I had got picked up for Evo, I actually wouldn't have had a break, and it would have been 10 weeks straight because it would have been Evo into SmashCon. But I didn't do Evo this year. Uh, Smash was in there. They already figured out all their stuff for multiverses, and uh, I'm not high up enough on the Tekken uh commentary list to like get hired for just that so i'm like good for like a fail commentator if i'm doing other things there but like yeah you sure, can't sure. just hire me straight up for that game so but eventually i will get there but anyway yeah. it's good to be home so i you know i i'm glad to i'm glad to actually have some time to do some stuff on my computer i did buy for y'all who uh did maybe pop into the stream when i was out i did buy a new laptop uh to stream from the road and play games from the road so that's good but it, my computer is still obviously way better than my laptop, so yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're finally back here now, and unfortunately we won't be at Evo, but maybe we'll be able to watch it. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, but yeah. thanks for tuning in. Um, we're, today we're talking about a couple things. First off is Multiverses, which is the thing I could talk about. I don't know about these other two things, Xenoblade 3 and Monster Hunter. But Multiverses, I've been playing the crap out of, as have you. Uh, it's good. I'm shocked yeah. and surprised and happy that it's good. We haven't talked about it much on here at all because I think last show that we had was before the beta actually came out. But, like, I'm kind of addicted. I can't stop playing it. <laughs> yeah, no, the game actually is pretty insane. And it's wild, too, because, yeah, I wasn't expecting for me to be, like, that into it. Because, you know, I, when I first started playing, I had a couple of complaints. And I still think they're there, but I think they're not as bad as I originally thought. Because, right. obviously, the game is uh, balanced for doubles. And I think, you know, doing something, uh, doing safe aerial dash back doesn't work nearly as well as in doubles if sometimes you're surrounded, right? Right. So, yeah, yeah you can't do that as well in doubles, but in singles, that definitely is a huge problem. But, um, you know, seeing that most things will probably be done in doubles format, you just kind of got to get used to that. Um, but, yeah, the game is, is great. Like, I, you know, you turn it on. It's one of those games where, like, it's a one more, you know, it's a one more game, but then you play five more games. Like, that's what type of game. You can't stop. Yeah, that keeps happening to me. I'll start playing late at night, and I'll be like, "All right, let me get one more set in." And then they don't run the set; they leave, and I'm like, ah, "I can't. I gotta I'll run a full set. Guy, yeah. I gotta run a full set. I can't just do that." And then nobody runs the set, and I'm up for two hours. 
Um, yeah. my biggest know, issue... weird? Yeah. Because I feel like there's no... There's no, like, rank, full, like, actual rank yet. Right. People are really treating that rank, like, or treating it like that. So, you know, if they lose, they're like, I'm losing my Evo, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> my points. So I'm like, all right, buddy. I think once you get to a certain MMR, like, once you get high enough, people really start, because, like, I'm I'm top 100 in ones and twos, and now at this mm -hmm. point, like, losing means a lot. Because you'll, okay. like, if you win, you get no rank, but if you lose, you'll drop, like, 300. And it's like, oh, my God. So like yeah. I kind of get it, but at the same time, who cares, right? Like all right. your the only reason you would do that is to flex on people. Although now, uh, in in our group chat, somebody linked us. There's a tracker site, tracker.gg, where you can see somebody's stats. It's like OPGG, but <laughs> what the? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did not know that. So That's now people okay. will be looking you up in between games, like. <laughs> That's scary. like it's not gonna. The, I needed to be like super thorough though. Like this guy throws out a lot of jab. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he is like, the dodge. This guy's always in the air. Like okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, it's uh oh damn it, my rank dropped on here. I'm 139 and 191. Um, but yeah, I it's mad fun. The game. Is I got tweeted fun. out by a uh, event hubs. All right. Did you? Sick. Yeah, two hours ago, TK Breezy gets inspired to make his own one-on-one -on -one TV2 uh, multiverse tier list after seeing ranks from other players. Ooh. That's neat. Oh, snap. That's nice. Oh, okay. this is cool. Thanks, event hubs. Uh, all right, anyway. Yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah, I think the game is pretty sick. I think um, I do like seeing how much, like, how many, like, static teams I kind of seeing right now. Sure. Because, again, like, we don't get to get that a lot, right? Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, especially in Smash, because like I mean, we had we you know we had Smash uh, static teams that like you would know of, um, like pretty frequently, like Devoid and the Cat, like right at the beginning of this game, they were yeah, always of course. Teaming, right, you know, obviously SFAT and QPU back in the melee days, but like just there really isn't like a crazy amount of good static teams that you see all all the time. When I think of them now, I can only really think of those twins from uh from uh Canada, like oh, those uh Linus and Lucy. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. I don't know if they're actually from Canada. They might actually be from the Midwest. I think but that's why I saw them in Gommel. Yeah, yeah. I was like, those guys, that's like, obviously, that's that. But they've been static teams since the womb. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. just. They share the they same do. brain. Like, it's. The, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, but, like, yeah, it's just like, it's nice to see someone actually, you know, or this game actually kind of force people to want to play more teams. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I like you were saying, I feel like 1v1 in the game, I played it a lot to start just so I could, like, I think 1v1 is really good to learn the game so it's not chaos and, like, you can learn movesets, you can learn how the game, like, flows, the function of it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it kind of sucks at a certain point. 1v1's just become spamming your safe aerial into dodge. Um, mm -hmm. And the dodge, there's supposed to be a thing where if you dodge a certain amount, it stops being invulnerable. Uh, the problem is that that number is way too high. Like yeah. it's it's way too high and it takes way too long for that to happen. Um, yeah, the dodge mechanic needs to be like I think it should be like three dodges. Right. <laughs> like it needs to eat like a shit ton of your bar or so. Because and I know that people are like they do that because uh, I think that's almost all almost exclusively balanced around Superman because Superman's whole thing is like oh you know uh, to get better movement you have to cancel or dodge out of armor moves and stuff like that. So you're Definitely. using like twice as much you know, 
uh, dodge meter as like a normal person. And I'm like, that's fair. And but I think that you could like kind of make that case for Superman that like maybe his takes like five instead of three sure. because so he can actually use his dodge stuff. But I think just because of the fact that like you can do like it's it's kind of brainless neutral. Like you should have to think about actually dodging back uh, instead of just kind of throwing it out because people like there's other times where you know like a, a bugs would do that charge up like. You know, I was a side air, the kick. Like the kick yeah, to the yeah, yeah. and then dodge back. But like, no one's around them, and I feel like if you're dodging for no reason, you should definitely get punished for that, right? Uh, but you know, with again how small the meter is, like it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't do that. There's just nothing bad that happens to you when you when you screw up. Unfortunately, so yeah. it's just like I don't know. It's frustrating, but uh, I, I'm I, I hope that they sort of change that. I I also I was in Mirror Man stream. Mirror Man's like the number one one v one player, and he said the same thing. Where it's like. The meter feels almost worthless. It should be like three or four dodges, but if you hit somebody, it refreshes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. just keep throwing out safe aerial dodges. Like I, I fought Shaggies, who I, I think the problem is it, it really enforces like one note playstyles where you just dodge into your aerial, and then that's your that's all you do. And then because if it works, the payoff is huge. But if it doesn't, um. I don't know. The game's a great start, though. It's only a beta. I hope that people take to the 2v2 format, because I'm also worried about that, that, like, that's never going to take off. Um, but hopefully, you know, over time, more people get into it. Like you said, statics might be interesting for people to follow. I think it's more interesting in terms of, like, storylines than 1v1s, but we'll see how it shapes out. I'm I'm optimistic. Yeah, I think I think that's, uh, you know... Uh, I think I think everything that you said about that that is definitely um, facts because like I, I I like to I like having some level of like neutral that's very quick mm -hmm. but some the quick neutral turning into safe neutral is not the the greatest and that thing that you said about like it should refresh when you get hit is what I meant when I said like Brawlhalla had it right with like the way that they do dodging because back in Brawlhalla like you used to uh, everything used to be like dodging used to be so super free and then like sure you could. Um, you could like dodge out through everything, so it was like really hard to get like true combos and stuff. Sure. Now, your dodges are like I think a three, like a three a second cooldown. So like if you get if you get hit with a combo and then you get red on that combo like that, you get red and you get to eat. You have to eat all that damage and stuff, which is like really cool. Also, if you hit somebody, you get a different dodge called a chase dodge, which means like you can use that. It's basically like a movement dodge. Okay. Uh, and like I would like that a lot too. Like if you could refresh if your dodge is refreshed after getting a hit so that way defensive play isn't like or i guess the super safe thing. play isn't at yeah as the the best thing that you can do like where i'm just i keep spamming this move until it finally hits sure sure but if it doesn't hit i dodge back but like by the third time you do that if you don't like actually hit something now you're like going to get blown up because you can't dodge right. so i thought that was pretty cool but i don't know exactly how to super implement that because yeah there is a different there is different mechanics in this game and i think with superman being the way that he is I think dodge nerfs would directly nerf Superman, so they have to figure out the way around that. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Superman yeah. is all over the place right now. He's, like, all over the top 30. He's the new hotness uh, for everybody. So it's kind of interesting. I'm interested to see how the game keeps developing. It's a very fun game, but, yeah, it definitely needs some, some adjustments. But I know we're getting yeah. new characters soon, so we'll see oh, how yeah. those shake things up a little bit. i got to make a 2v2 tier list. I've only made a 1v1, but... I assume it's the same as everybody else, where Velma is top. <laughs> but yeah, I, but I mean, there's definitely a little shake-up in there. Yeah, so, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I put, I put most yeah. of the assassins, like, a, not a little further down. I gave them their own tier of being, like, 
I'm not helping you, you're helping me, right? Because, like, right. a lot of the assassins don't have, like, big team play stuff. Um, like, you know, they're not giving you shields or anything. You know, obviously, uh, Arya gives you, like, critical hit stuff, or, but I think that's mostly for her. Like, she like she wants right. you to kind of, like, all right, I gave you it, but, like, if you hit it, then, like, you know, pass the ball to me. It's basically. incidental if you, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, there's definitely, as you said, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some things that need to be done in that game, but it's, you know, it's still relatively early and they have a lot of things they can't do without changing the core of the game. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully they'll, uh, keep shaking it up in the right direction. Evo is this weekend. So I'm interested to see how things turn out there, but, uh, on next on the docket, we have, I believe, is it, is it Xenoblade or is it Monster Hunter? I think it's Xenoblade, right? Uh, it's Xenoblade. Well, we could do either or, but I, yeah, I'll just, I'll talk about it. Quick. I have heard this is, is the best Xenoblade so far. Which I'm I'm only like six hours into it, and okay. I can probably agree. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm an X fan, so uh, X okay. is different than the other, and it's not actually it's not canon. And it's not part of the universe, the Xenoblade one and two universe at all. Okay. So, uh, but it also was different because you didn't have like it was there wasn't a story where you were following a main character. You you're you're a creative character, so you're following okay. you essentially in this story but i think the gameplay of that game was fantastic and uh probably the best gameplay of any xenoblade but if we're talking about xenoblades with the ones that all go together yeah that one i'm only six hours in and i'm already having more fun than i had with uh, <laughs> uh what sucks because i was like super uh i was super like excited to play too because i didn't play the first xenoblade i was like whatever you know, like, choke, loser, LOL. Sure. And then, uh, you know, it came out on these things. So I read the story and I watched some people play it. And it, and it actually does seem like a pretty cool game. Um, but I wouldn't go back to play it because it's just, you know, time has passed, right? Yeah. So when 2 came out, because I already played X, I was like, all right, yeah, I'll play 2. 2 originally, I think, was pretty cool. But then there were certain aspects of it that I didn't like. The gotcha aspect is very annoying of, like, trying to find new blades um the beginning of the game is really but that's just xenoblades in general the beginning of all xenoblade games are slow because the way that they work is that like you there's like a billion tutorials right too well it's not even that it's just like the the way that the game works you position your character and they just like auto attack right and sure. like that's and that's just going on now the auto attacks aren't like <laughs> as the game goes on that's not your main source of damage it's actually your arts but at the beginning of the game, because you only have like three arts and like no nothing to like make it so that they build up fast or anything, mm -hmm. you there's a lot of downtime before you press a button. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and it's that it's not you know like the beginning of the game is very boring, but that's just kind of what what you expect to get. And I, I think Rose Buddy yeah, MMO Hotbar con, uh, Combat makes sense because you have your auto attacks. You're not like they're auto attacks, and you don't have to click anything for it. It's just if you're standing next to an enemy, they will do their attack animation, and then when your cooldowns are up you use those and they have like stats some of them are just like i think the coolest thing about the arts though is like they all have like better ways to do damage so like obviously backslash you hit them in the back uh sure yeah. you have moves that are like you you have to hit them in the right area so like if you hit someone in the face with this move it's like it's like front blow back or whatever that means that like you'll knock them back but only if you hit them while you're facing like while you're both facing each other and i was like all right that's a pretty cool way to make you as the player actually have to still move your character around yeah that's pretty otherwise cool. you could just stand in one area and spam all your shit when it comes off cooldown um the but Kingdom yeah Hearts the beginning of the game yeah. can be a little boring 
as you start getting shit, you can it, it opens up. And I think that's like almost all our MMOs, right? Like the beginning, you get like one spell, and it's like okay, word. And then like by the end, you're you know getting all these combo spells, and it's like word. This is what we waited for. It just I think the thing about it is how long does it take to get to that point? Sure. Like yeah. how long are you gonna are you gonna sit around playing the game before the game? And how many uh how many tutorials are you willing to sit through and like I don't know. I feel like these things always take so long. You know what I mean? Like these games, like uh, JRPGs are already kind of long, but to introduce all these different mm -hmm. systems and stuff just makes it even less, I don't know, appealing for me personally. But yeah, I think I beat, I, I beat, I know that I beat, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X in like 80 hours. Uh, and that was a bunch of 12 hour streams. I don't remember how much time I have in two and I could go and look, but it's, I think I have to reinstall it, so I'm just probably not going to do that. To, sure. Uh, yeah. So, Perk says, RPGs seem so hard to actually stick with. They do, especially in this current day and age, because, like, every week another, like, long or good game is going to come out. So you just don't, like, have that time to develop. Especially, like, this, like it's this is my job to play games, right? Sure. And I still, like... You're don't still have falling the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still don't, don't have the time. So for someone who has, like, a regular job... I can see how, like, if you aren't the type to be like, okay, I'm going to play this game for, like, two months straight, and I'm going to play, like, three hours a day or something like that, and then I'll beat it. Then, yeah, most of more often than not, you might drop it. But a lot of people who are going to end up beating this game either, like, took a long weekend to just play this game, like, like two or three weekends in a row, or they're, like, literally, uh, like, little by little whittling it down until they get to the, uh, to right. the end. So, Yeah. There's just so many games coming out now. Like I, I'm I was in the middle of Neon White and I really liked it, and then I just stopped playing it because a bunch of other stuff came out. I beat all of Arkham Knight for some reason. I got back into that. I started playing Star Wars Squadrons. Like I'm constantly picking up games, and I feel like getting into a JRPG is just like you gotta really commit because yeah. it lasts so long. So speaking of Man, games that last long, uh, yeah, I was gonna talk about Monster Hunter because you're still on yeah. that, right? Well, I was going to talk about that. I was doing the same thing with picking up games again because, like, you know, I put I put Dead Cells down for a while. Sure. And then when I got back into it, I was like, oh, like, I didn't realize. Death, all right, so to beat Dead Cells, you actually have to beat it five times on different difficulties. Um, Yuck. Yeah. Well, like, to beat it for, like, like, you can just beat it once and then be like, okay, I beat it. Like, I'm good. And you can continue to play on that, on that difficulty or whatever. But every time you beat it on the highest difficulty you can beat it, you get another cell. And the cells make the game higher, uh, harder. So like I'm, I'm currently on a two cell run, and I am, ha I am struggling. So sure. I, yeah. I, I am struggling. But like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a roguelike, and there's definitely things like there's this thing called a legendary forge that makes it so that every weapon that you find that you pick up is stronger, originally without you having to do like to upgrade it or modify it or whatever. So like I think I'm at the point where I just have to do runs to grind that. Uh, oh, that sucks. The legendary forge up, yeah, and that sucks. I, like, if I was better, I probably could still beat it, but it is, it is just like I'm not. That it feels like a waste game. of time, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but like, it's still fun and like it's great for me to play on the plane. So, like, that's why I've been playing it. Sure. Um, and but again, like that's what I'm saying. That's a game that came out literal year, like just long as hell ago, and I'm still playing that. Plus, every new game that's came out, like it's hard to find time to play these games. But I have uh, successfully found time to uh, play that and. Monster Hunter Sunbreak, and the reason why I like Monster Hunter Sunbreak mm. so much is because it continues to keep opening up. Like it was like a forty dollar expansion, and it's definitely worth all forty of those dollars. Damn, that's so. pretty big. Forty bucks yeah. is like a huge. 
Usually DLC like is like game, 10, dude. 15. Yeah, it sounds like a whole new thing. Yeah, it's another game. Because I, I, I put... Uh, I have 159 hours on the Switch. And then obviously, I don't play the Switch anymore. <laughs> I now yeah. currently have 130 hours on to um, the PC. And that's with me like speed running through the first part so I can be ready for Sunbreak. And now that I'm in Sunbreak, there's like there's different armors. There's uh, harder monster fights. There's evolved forms of some of your favorite monsters, and like uh, there's different quests. There's this quest line now where like you hunt with NPCs that are like in Elgato, and like it originally it doesn't sound fun, but it actually is fun uh, because they'll like it's cool to see how they interact when certain stuff happens. Like if you put a monster to sleep, they'll put down bombs, sleep bomb the uh, target, and it's like all right, word. So it's kind of like you're doing hunts online, except you don't have to go online. Um, sure. Yeah, there's a it's it's a good game, and I feel like it, it, I I would never try to talk you into it, but if you ever like <laughs> somehow saw something in that game that was like, oh, it makes me makes me want to try it, I'd be like, good, because I feel like it, it's a you know it's up there. I just don't know if it's your type of game, but it's definitely once you get caught by the monster hunter bug, you're you're definitely caught. Yeah, that that's my main fear is like actually enjoying it because the game is yeah. like mad grindy, right? It just takes forever to. I don't know. Yeah. I, the idea of having to do multiple hunts to, like, get one thing. You know what I mean? That well, sounds exhausting. It, you have to do, like, you have to do those hunts anyway to, like, advance the story. So often, oftentimes, okay. especially if you're only going to play, like, one, if you're only going to play, like, one weapon. Sure. And you don't really care about doing, like, the crazy, like, oh, I'm going to make, like, several versions of this weapon. Like, you could definitely get through on that game by, by getting one good, like, raw damage weapon and just doubling down on that like just getting it as strong as possible without sure. thinking about elements without thinking about uh procs and stuff like that um so like if you so, main one thing yeah <laughs> yeah if you main one thing you can definitely make that happen i main switch axe but i have several switch axe builds but the thing is i didn't have to do any too many extra hunts because i do everything anyway so i most likely already have the material you know sure okay yeah yeah um but yeah like i feel like the the grind isn't as bad as you may think you know, you more often than not, if you're just kind of running through the game and you need to make a certain armor piece, you probably have it because you, you know, you've hunted a Kuliaku seven times already because he was showing up, or uh, Antonath a couple times because he was there. And then it's like, oh, okay, I need this Antonath thing. And then you go there and you're like, oh, I have all the materials. Move on, right? Sure. Um, yeah. I, I, there probably is. A, I think the only time you really have to grind is for decorations, um, which are like little slot. They're little gems that you put into your armor to give them like an extra point in whatever like armor skill you need mm -hmm. and sometimes some of the materials that you need for those are kind of locked in behind some pretty hard monster fights gotcha. so i feel like yeah okay. you definitely have to grind for that but like the thing is once you finish that you don't have to do that anymore like if you get if you need pierce up pierce up only goes three so if you have three gems that means you never have to look for any more gems again or you may not even have to do that if you can find it in your armor or whatever right sure so okay. yeah it's, it's a fun game it's a wonderful game i think that if you uh have been sitting on the sidelines for monster hunter for other reasons as, as as like you thought it was uh boring or like tedious well they're taking out a lot of the tedious stuff um such as uh back in the older monster hunters you had to remake pickaxes you had to make whetstones and the pickaxes were to to harvest uh coal like you know like stones or stuff stones yeah. that you need to use to and then the the wet stones to sharpen your weapon and like so if you like ran out of wet stones in the middle of a hunt 
you were just like you're done you're just yeah you're just you're just done like and it's like okay well this is this is annoying but you don't have to do that anymore you have it in the limited webstone you have a limited pickaxe you have a limited fishing rod and all that other good stuff um and that's good and so now the game is really just about like slapping monsters and sure. that's pretty fun yeah as long as it like is still the combat because that's like why most people play it right it's just like the combat's super good so i could see that it keeping interest on people but yeah, I, yeah. I, I just, I know that they make a new one every, like, year or two, so I keep saying I'm going to wait for the next one, and then the next one comes out, and I'm like, uh, no, I'll wait for the next one, and I keep doing that, so maybe the one after, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it was it was World Into Rise. World came out in 2004, uh, surprisingly. 2004? Uh, wait, no, no, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. That was the series. Was oh, I was going to say, uh, that's crazy, because I saw World, yeah. and I was like, oh, World sounds good, and then Rise came out, and I was like, oh, that sounds good. Because one of them was for the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Rise. So Monster right. Hunter World came out in 2018. Monster Hunter War uh, World Iceborne, the expansion, came out like the end of 2019. And then That's what it Monster is. Hunter Rise came out in 2021. Okay. And now it's 2022. So, yeah. I mean, you may, you know, we might hear some Monster Hunter news uh, once they stop giving this uh, one title updates. Get another Monster Hunter. Everyone's talking about World 2, which... That would be cool, but I'm like interested to know the. There's a big thing that they did. Uh, their big change in this one that they did in comparison to World is uh, mm -hmm. the wire bugs. So you have like way better movement in Rise, and you have extra attacks because of the wire bugs. And I don't know how you how you go back from that, right? Because World didn't have that. So like, are they gonna just bring? Is wire bugs a mainstay now, or like? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I don't think the game will get worse per se. I, I think it just depends. Like, may, if I couldn't use wire bugs to move, but I still had extra moves for whatever they decide to do with that, then, like, cool. But I am very interested to know how they're going to go, where they go from this, like, iteration of, like, having these, like, great movement options in this game that originally didn't have that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you introduce a uh, a mechanic like that that's so core to the game, it's like, how do you remove that? It's, yeah, that's that's a weird yeah. question. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking well, at well, other I mean, games. Smash did it. That's true. Yeah, I guess so. It's like air wave dashing. That's dead. Get out of here. What's weird to me is like I can't go back to play Smash now. I think because I'm used to charging aerials and multiverses now. I don't know how people jump games. Like that's crazy to me. The fact that people could like drop a game and then play something else. Because, good lord, I can only do one yeah. thing at a time. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I'm looking at other games coming out in August, and honestly, it looks pretty good. I mean, Rumbleverse. Is coming out on the 11th, which is something that I know you've played. I haven't tried it out yet. You'll like it, bro. I can't wait until you. I'm sure like, I'll I've, like it. I'm sure I'll like this it. is like the most like this is the most Coney stamp of approval game. It looks like it. that. Yeah, that I was like, I know that like I will if I tell you this, there's no way in hell that you will uh, dislike it unless you're just trying to be a contrarian to me. Like that's it. Like I, <laughs> I think I'd like it. I'll give it a shot. I'm gonna play it soon. Rumble versus uh or Rumble verse. God. The word verse is killing me. Roller Drome, which is a game that I saw that I thought looked really cool, uh, which is the the skating one. There's the Pac-Man World remake, which I am actually excited for. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's $40, and I'm still going to be buying it. Um, God, there's a lot of remakes. There's, like, the Ninja Turtles remakes, Destroy All Humans 2 remake, Last of Us 1 remake, Spider-Man remastered. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, it's, it's there's a remakes. lot. God. Well, yeah, and I, that, I'm I'm a I'm a big remake hater too because I feel like you know once, well, when Nintendo was doing the like let's make 
Ocarina of Time won't everything ever again. Um, and then everyone was like, yo, was, shut up. Like, <laughs> stop letting them do this. Okay, we've played the game. You can you can emulate it for 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 less. And then on top of that, just it's come on. Like, no, I, I need a new Zelda game. So I the, the me and me remakes. I'm surprised they even tried to do that with with uh Skyward Sword because I thought people didn't like that game that much. That's but, what I heard. Is that it? That's yeah. like the least liked or the most hated Zelda game. But that's all I, I saw. People were like, yo, it's back. Is it? Like, huh? <laughs> people wanted yeah. this. It was yeah. It it was not. It wasn't for me. I felt like there the my issue with Skyward Sword wasn't actually that it was a bad game. They, the they tutorialized the beginning too much. Sure. Like, so I feel like it. There was like things that I obviously already knew about the Zelda universe that I had to replay through because oh you know we have to teach you all those things and I was like bro, like the first like three or four hours, everything you do was like this is how you do this and then it's like a pause and it's like you can't really skip the cutscenes. Ah, uh, sure, it, yeah. It was making me like okay, this game is very slow. But after I finally started getting movement and being able to do things, it was pretty fun. Um, I still think it's probably one of the, you know, worst Zelda's, uh, Zelda's out there. Uh, and Zelda's like, it's hard to say like worse and mean that in a bad way. Cause it was still like a good game. Sure. But even the worst, I, Zelda if you were to ask me to go than, back and play yeah. it. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm good. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, there's only, I played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and like, they were mostly okay. I played that new Link's Awakening or whatever it was, the one on the switch. I really liked that. That was good. Uh, but I have zero interest in playing, like, I don't know. I feel like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess and games of that ilk are, like, products of their time. Um, they feel very, like, Skyward Sword feels very tied to the whole motion controls thing, because that was, like, the emergence mm -hmm. of that. Um, mm -hmm. Whether or not that's true, I don't know, but I've, I've, I hear that those games don't really have much, like, in terms of things to keep you coming back, right? So well, I mean, Sky Twilight Princess was insane. I, that's my favorite Zelda, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, I also played on the GameCube because I, yeah, I didn't want to do all the motion control stuff at the time. Uh, oh, I forgot that was on GameCube and Wii. Yeah, yeah, wow. they, they double tapped it, which was really what's a good idea because yeah, I had a way better time playing regular Zelda than motion control Zelda. So sure, sure, yeah, I forgot about those. Okay, all right, guys. Uh, so that's gonna do it for this episode. I think we talked about our gaming, and now we want to hear from you guys. Go ahead and tweet at us. Let us know what you guys have been playing and what you've been gaming on. And uh, if you're listening to this, check it out on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. This is on everything, I think. Uh, we're all over the place. So, um, I'm trying to think of what I'm playing next. Uh, I don't even know what games are on the dock. Obviously, I'm playing Roller Drone soon uh, okay. when that drops, but I think that's it. I, I don't really have much. Like Maybe I'll finish Neon White because I did like it. I'll just keep playing Multiverse probably forever. <laughs> yeah, you I know. I love this game. That, yeah. So, you know, but that's what actually what I'm about to do after this. So you guys trying to come hang out and watch the multiverse gameplay for a little bit. Then come over to the TK Breezy stream as I'm about to go live in like literally 20 seconds. There you go. Um, But yeah, uh, other than that, man, I'll see you guys later. If you ever want to play some dubs or if you get done with whatever you got to do, just hit me up. True, true. I'll be uh, I'm doing a couple things tonight because I got to film some stuff. Uh, And since I'm going to be gone for an event in oh, mid of August. Also SmashCon, but in the middle of uh, where am I going in middle? Oh, I'm on vacation. Never mind. That's what I'm doing. I was like, I, was like, I have the I have the calendar. It's like unless you're going to Shine. No, unless no. you mean like the twentieth. I got confused. No, I'm going on vacation third week of August, so I got to record some stuff. True. But I might be down to play later. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, y'all. Gaming. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.